All right, joining me now as we wrap up the day's markets action is independent analyst Carl Gievers. Thank you so much for your time, Carl. Just starting off with those Fed notes that we got last night, were there any surprises to you in those notes? Uh, because for me, it kind of did make me nervous that not all the members of the Fed uh, voted for a 25 basis point hike, with some even trying to go for a 50 basis point hike. Yeah, yeah. look, I mean, I, I think the the economic data that's come out certainly shows a, a pretty robust uh, economy for the US at least um which which will give them a bit more reason to to continue cut uh, raising rates rising uh, increasing yeah. rates um but i think you know if one looks at the market reaction you know certainly it is pretty much what the market is expecting um probably three more 25 basis point hikes um, for the year, um, and you know, the, I think if there is debate, it probably would be if if there could be one slightly higher. But I, I think that'll depend on the, the inflation numbers. But certainly, there is enough um, economic uh, power to to withstand a couple or three more hikes, and that's what the the market is uh, is hoping for. And then beyond that, hopefully, inflation is under under control. But you know, one it's difficult to say how long. You know how how, how re resistant that uh, inflationary pressure will will be, um, and whether they want it all the way back down to you know the the two percent range. Um, but I think certainly the market appreciated it, uh, and and we saw a bit of a positive. Uh, um, reaction. Yeah, we'll definitely get more clues on that inflation picture when the personal consumption expenditure inflation print, which is the Fed's preferred measure of inflation, when it does uh, come out tomorrow. Let's take a look at the news that did come out, the company news that came out of the JSC, starting off with Discovery, well, the insurer's Discovery and Momentum. Uh, so Discovery markets reacting uh, quite positively to those results, even though they didn't declare an interim dividend. So they said that they had double-digit growth in normalized headline earnings, normalized operations uh, profit from operations they also had growth in all their segments although we did see some challenges there on ping and in china just looking at how the markets have reacted and the recovery that they've seen are they going back and claiming their glory yeah i mean look, discovery or at least shareholders in discovery are certainly not holding on to it for the dividend so i think that's why the the reaction hasn't been you know, very negative. And uh, and during COVID, they obviously preserved cash, so it didn't pay out uh, dividends. So I think uh, investors into Discovery are are buying into it for for growth. Um, and and there's a lot of reinvesting of of earnings into growth areas. You know, we saw they're investing into the bank, um, which is still still you know not profitable. Um, also, technology trying to stay ahead of the curve there. Um, so if one if one looks at the results, obviously the the life business um, has always been a big component of their their earnings, mm. and a lot of uh, non cash elements impacting that. Um, so I think that's where the the cash generation is probably not quite where one would like it. Uh, um, but again, it, it, Discovery is a growth uh, company, and and that's what their strategy is. So I think overall, I mean, the share price up two percent today. Um, certainly a satisfied uh, shareholders at the yeah. moment.
And momentum, I mean, can you compare the two momentum and discovery? Because uh, momentum came out with an, an, an interim trading update. They're saying that normalized headline earnings per share will climb by as much as 55% experiencing the, experiencing the same kind of theme as discovery as uh, the, the life business normalizes from COVID-19, but also experiencing headwinds on the uh, short-term insurance part. So are they comparable? And what do you think of momentum's uh, uh, well, numbers at this point? Yeah, certainly. I mean, if one looks at one of the, the the tailwinds that they're seeing now, which is basically the the mortality um, normalizing post post COVID, if one could call it post COVID. But um, I think that that's a big release of of uh, earnings. But it's not necessarily cash cash earnings. So a similar story would have happened with uh, with Discovery. So um, from that point of view, you know, an, an area where they did uh, benefit. Um, but they said their life, their their corporate, their Health uh, and and also their African business all all did pretty well, and the one that's that's struggling with is their insurance uh, business, which, you know, if one looks at where where the consumer is, you know, just looking at affordability and ability to, um, you know, cut costs or or area where where um, people might cut costs, it might be on the the insurance side, um, the short term insurance where. Um, you can maybe re- cut some costs. So I think that's probably where the, the industry will, will come under a bit of pressure. Ah, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today, Carl. Yeah, so I mean, a, a global stock pick, uh, Visa. Um, everyone, I think, knows about uh, Visa. The, the competitor there would be MasterCard. But uh, I mean, two very, very good businesses, huge competitive advantages, very entrenched in globally in, in the payment systems. Um, I think Visa, out of the two, a better bet at the moment it's more attractively um, priced it's on a you know one would say an elevated pe of 30 compared to um uh, in a mastercard that's sitting on a 34 times pe but you're getting high quality um earnings it's a, it's a great company still growing generating a roe of over 45 percent. so i think it's uh, certainly a stock that you can keep as a long-term holding as a core component of your global portfolio Ah, All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for your insights today, Carl. That was independent analyst Carl Gervais.